0: Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to Week 9 of Survival Beyond the Bug-Out Bag. I'm Bill Bateman, part of the team here at Refuse to Be a Victim Personal Protection Training. We're located in Southern Oregon in the Medford-White City area. want to start out and remind everybody that the opinions expressed in this podcast are just that, my opinions, your opinions, they are welcome too. Send your comments or suggestions to me at podcast.com at wits-and.com, witsand.com. I'll try and get back to you as soon as humanly possible. i also like to remind folks, I make every effort to list my sources, uh, to credit those folks, and to share those resources with you. Okay, last week we tried to do a thing with Phil Gramatica, the boss himself. He showed up, we did a great program, and the computer ate my homework. So uh, we're going to give it another shot. We're going to be talking about the survival attitude and basic fitness and basic psychological preparation. It's kind of neat because this is part of the uh, CHL class. You'll hear if you take a class from Phil. And By the way, the next one of those happens on January 12th. There's details and registration here on the website. And please sign up spaces go quick and want to remind everybody we have that CPR first aid class we offered the one in December sold out it's gone and January there's one on January the 19th I think there's one seat left so you better be fast and if you're interested in the February class it looks like we got a waiting list call now and get on it let us know you're interested it's not a walk-in class you gotta pre-register Okay, the cost $50 per person, and all the details are in the class list here on the website. This is first come, first serve. It is non refundable because that seat's going to be not available to somebody else, so please plan carefully uh, for the next series of classes. At the end, you'll be certified in adult CPR, AED, and basic first aid, as well as some additional information on gunshot trauma and bleeding control. I'd also like to invite everybody to share these podcasts with your friends and family. I think that's a nice thing to do to get people involved, especially looking at survival and fitness. And on that topic, uh, Phil, I'd like to say good morning. Thank you for coming in. Good morning, Bill, and thank you for having me. I know we're in a legalistic society, and I'm going to talk about the things we got to say before we do anything like this. What you're about to get involved in is an advanced fitness program. Now, Injuries may occur in any workout program, as with this specific program, and by taking part, you're waiving any liability to philgrammatica or witsand.com. And as always, it's recommended, consult a physician before you undertake any fitness regimen. Well, how would you like to start this off today, Phil? Really, Bill, i like to start off uh, at a minimum with a survival attitude both mental and physical. Sounds good. We talked about that. I think I'll go ahead and talk a little bit about that and let you concentrate on the uh the physical aspect. Really there are four phases of psychological fitness. And below are the four phases we will go through. First thing, some daily affirmations are a really good idea. Saying to yourself, "I am determined" And I will succeed. Do it while you're shaving. Do it while you're fixing your hair. uh, Do it after you get your car parked, before you go into the office. Make it serious. This is something that matters to you. Psychological and physical survival and fitness are important. So why not take that 20 seconds? Daily affirmations. Then first, there's four steps really. One, make a decision to get healthy. Now this is just going to take a couple seconds, but it's going to take a two to three weeks to make this a habit hang in there at least that long and work on building good habits number two you're going to doubt yourself i know i did it's absolutely natural to have doubts about what you're undertaking start doubting yourself as soon as you can and get over it self-doubt is part of the process step three conquer the doubt you can do anything you set your mind to That is what you just told yourself. That is where the mind and the body connect. You're using the workouts as a catalyst in all areas of your life. Work, relationships, school. And exercising your body is going to give you the stamina and energy to exercise your mind and spirit and build better relationships. And finally, set a goal, a measurable goal, and conquer it. Let's keep it simple, but whatever you like. I'm going to walk... I'm going to swim, I'm going to bike, I'm going to lift weights. Challenge yourself to do this, attain that goal, and extend it. So those are some just basic ideas. That's half of the question. This is getting your head right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, some exercises. Phil, what have you got for us? I'm going to start basically where you did, Bill, and that's a physical
1: survival attitude. Daily affirmations. I am fit. I am strong. We always ask ourselves, do I have time to exercise? Let's get a mindset right here. What's better, exercising for an hour a day, or being dead 24 hours a day?
0: I think I'm going to go with the exercise, Phil.
1: (laughs) An hour a day is a nice goal to achieve to increase your fitness level and overall strength. But even 10 to 15 minutes is better than nothing and beneficial too. Many people who struggle to fit fitness into their schedule actually do a better job at getting the job done if they take 15 to 20 minutes prior to starting work for the day and 15 to 20 minutes after the work day is done. Even if, the, even if that exercise is a simple walk before breakfast and after dinner, a 15 to 20 minute walk at each of these times can significantly help you burn calories that only wind up being stored as fat. In fact after any meal a light walk and some calisthenics will help you be more energized and ready to do whatever. Exercise is anything other than sleeping or sitting. Even when you're on the floor flat on your back or stomach you can exercise the torso with abdominal exercise and or back or other torso exercises. The push-up is a great laying down exercise and an abdominal crunch is just a little bit harder than sleeping. And we'll get to those, study those a little bit later. The following stretching plan is going to assist you in getting started again, safely and without as much post-exercise soreness. Too many people above the age of 30 get injured no matter what they're doing. From shoveling snow, a pickup basketball game, or simply walking across a parking lot in winter. Most injuries are strains or muscle pulls that can be prevented with a few simple stretching exercises done daily. The added flexibility will not only assist in injury prevention, but will speed workouts, better enable you to run faster, and in fact, to successfully meet some fitness goals. We're going to go into some stretching routines, but understand right up front we're going to work with you from the top down, top of your head down to the tip of your toes, and try and put together very successful stretching exercises. Increasing one's flexibility should be the first goal before starting any fitness program. In fact, if you're thinking about beginning a fitness program, and you have, an, have been idle for many years, you should stretch for an entire week prior to starting, running, lifting weights, or doing any calisthenics, exercises. It's okay to walk to warm up, but you should, for the first one or two weeks of starting a fitness program, put a program together to consist of the following stretches, one to two times a day. Another important element you have to do is drink two to three liters of water a day. Keep your system fed and hydrated. Treat all these exercises we're going to give you as non-impact, low-intensity cardio exercises. And we're going to maintain this activity for 10 to 15 minutes. The other side of exercising is remembering to breathe. Breathing properly is important to all exercises you do. We're going to go back to when you first came out of the womb. (laughs) Or, in fact, when you were taught how to breathe when you had your first class in grade school or so on for uh, gym, if you want to call it that, or PT. Breathing's pretty simple. You breathe in through your nose. You absorb it. You exhale through your mouth with your lips parsed. Do it in a normal respiratory cycle. Don't do the in, out. That's not going to do you any good. As a matter of fact, it's going to probably do you a little bit of damage because your heart doesn't know how to deal with that. Anyway, breathing's important. Hydration's important. As we go through these stretches, understand that we should do these movements for at least 15 to 20 seconds each. And we're going to start from the top down. We're going to go from the tip of your head to the tip of your toes and work through exercises. First thing I want you to do is a simple head roll. What does that mean? That means I want you to put your head on your chest. Roll right over your right shoulder. Back around the back of your neck. Down over your left shoulder and back to your chest with your chin. Now rotate that the other way. You might hear or feel some little cracks and pops and things in there. Unfortunately, all of us suffer from arthritis in the neck. Okay? Your head's not going to break and fall off. Just go ahead and continue the exercises. Do it three or four times to get everything loosened up above there. It's extremely important. By the way, any of these exercises we do, don't bounce up and down. Don't do it hard. Okay? Remember to breathe. and Do each one a minimum of two times, twice, especially the head roll. Okay, get you started. It'll take about it'll take you to a 15 to 20 second time. For optimal results, take 15 to 20 seconds minimum for holding these stretches and receiving the benefits. Moving right along, top down. A very good exercise to help getting yourself moving in your upper shoulders and your neck and so on is what we call a swimmer stretch. You reach behind your back, put your hands together. Press your hands away from your shoulders and push your chin down to your chest. And then reverse it. Get your head up. Let your shoulders relax and come forward. And release your hands. We're stretching some important muscles there from the top of your head. Actually, from the top of your spine on down through your shoulder blades. Very important to do. So let's go down and treat the shoulders right. Let's get them moving. Let's do some shoulder circles. I would like you to take both shoulders at the same time, to start with, and roll them forward. If you're familiar with a swimming butterfly, what you're doing, without moving your arms around, is in fact moving your shoulders in that direction forward. Now, let's reverse that. Let's take our shoulders and roll them backwards. And we should take those rolls forward and back for 15 seconds in each direction, as if you were swimming for 15 seconds let's change it up a little bit let's do it one shoulder at a time as if you were doing a freestyle or crawl whatever you want to call it right shoulder forward roll left shoulder forward roll right shoulder forward roll let's take about 15 seconds in each direction now let's turn it around and do the backstroke let's do left shoulder backwards roll right shoulder backwards roll If you want to really get to it and want to do your shoulder rolls as if you were doing the butterfly backwards, be my guest. Let's keep stretching the shoulders and the upper back. If you're somewhere near a pole or a wall, lay your arm on it or grab the pole to a 90 degree, direct straight angle off your shoulder. Hold on to the pole or the wall and rotate your body away from your arm. Rearward to the back. Stretch it. Feel it pull across your chest. Very slowly. Feel it good. Hold it for 15 seconds. Now very slowly let's put our body back in place with respect to our arm. And we'll turn around and we'll do that with the left arm. Put it on the pole or on the wall. Rotate your right shoulder away from the arm. 15 seconds. To your right shoulder back to the wall. Understand when you do these exercises and you do your first stress in one direction and you, you start to move back in the other direction, do it slowly. If you've ever twisted a rubber band up and watched it in your hand, and then released it and see how quickly it unwinds and almost snaps, your muscles will do the same thing and you don't want that effect. Which is why we put pressure in one direction for fifteen seconds, and then we come back to our standard position again in 15 seconds slowly don't abuse your muscles we're teaching them how to stretch gain strength and flexibility
0: you know what's significant about these as i listen i'm sitting here i mean we're we're audio so you can't see this it's very funny i'm trying to do these things following along and it's really really pretty simple and you do get the little crunches and you do get the little snaps and crackles but it is amazing it is low impact It is simple to do seated at your desk. You know, it occurs to me, uh, the whole idea, a lot of people watch TV. Most programs, you're going to get, and I promise you, I promise you, you're going to get a minimum of 15 minutes of commercials in an hour, probably 20. What better time, when you're sitting there on the couch, do these stretches during the commercials. Do some good breathing. Do your first series of stretches during the first commercial, sit back down, enjoy the rest of your program. You've done 15 minutes minimum worth of exercise, and you got to see your favorite story, and you're doing yourself some good. Okay, what else you got? This is kind of interesting to me. As Bill said, it truly is interesting watching
1: each other do these exercises as we're creating this podcast. Okay, let's move down the body. As you may know, the lower back is the most commonly injured area of the body. Many lower back problems stem from inactivity, lack of flexibility, and improper lifting of heavy objects. Stretching and exercising your lower back will help prevent some of those injuries. Let's start off with an abdominal stretch. By the way, we want to have counter stretches, and what I mean by that is as we exercise the abdomen, We need to exercise the back. If we exercise the abdomen and don't exercise the back, the back will suffer. If we exercise the back and don't exercise the abdomen, the abdomen will suffer. So we kind of have to be good to ourselves front and back, up and down. Anyway, let's go into an abdominal stretch. Lie on your stomach. Push yourself up on your elbows. Slowly lift your head and shoulders and look up at the sky or ceiling hold it for 15 seconds now let's just repeat that twice that's helping in our abdomen let's do the counter and do the lower back stretch or what is called a cat stretch get on all fours and bow your back try to take your head as close to your shoulders as possible and tuck your chin into your chest and hold it for 10 seconds
0: you know, listening to you describe those, uh, the last two, I got sent to physical therapy as a result of a lower back problem. And those are two of the actual things I got from PT, and they're part of my everyday regimen. I do them at least twice. I do them in the morning after I've had my shower, and I do them in the evening uh, prior to fixing dinner or while dinner's percolating. And they really help, especially the going up on the elbows If you relax, like you say, you're not jerking, you're not bouncing. You're just easing down. It helps bring that whole lower back into a a much, much more comfortable place. And, you know, I had to pay to go to PT to get that one, and here we are getting it for free. So this is good stuff. Thank you. What else we got?
1: Well, Bill, we're going to move down the body a little further. We're going to move into a hamstring stretch. From a standing or sitting position... Bend forward at the waist and touch your toes. Keep your back straight and slightly bend your knees. You should feel this stretching the back of your thighs. This is that moving forward, moving lower, hamstring stretch. Let's move around to the front of the legs. Let's get into the tender shin exercises. If you get shin splints from running or walking, here are two great exercises to build your shins. Stand on your heels with your feet, your toes, up in the air for 15 seconds. It'll take you a a try or two to keep your balance for that, but it's well worthwhile. You Repeat this a few times throughout the day and build up your shins. It'll make life easier on you when you do want to jog or walk or run or climb stairs. Okay? Prior to walking or running, do a foot flex. What's a foot flex, he said? Well, put your heel on the ground and pull your toes up as high and as hard as you can against your shin. When I talk to podiatrists, they tell me the biggest problem they have with people or people have with their feet is they lose lose their upward flexibility with their toes. You need to exercise that to make it work. Downward's easy. Downward's pretty simple. You get your leg out in front of you, and you point your toes down, and you push as hard as you can. Believe it or not, if you can do this, these stretching exercises, both the flex and the stretch, okay, 30 or 40 times on each leg, you're going to have a lot more flexibility and painless ability to walk, run, and jog, starting from the ground up. As we move into the next set of exercises, which I'm not going to do today, I'm going to give you a little heads up. We're going to start off with (laughs) push-ups and do beginning core strengthening. Let me tell you about push-ups. Push-ups can be done from just about any position. Standing, lying down, or standing in front of a counter, such as your sink or your desk, where you reach down and use the edge of that sink or desk as your point of contact to do your push-ups. Keeping your heels on the ground if you can. Move yourself slowly down into that desk, and then slowly away from it. It's going to work your upper torso. Trust me, it's going to work on your abdomen, and it'll get you ready for the next series of flexible exercises.
0: Well, I want to thank you for coming in. I know how busy you are. Things are really heating up there at uh, Refuse to Be a Victim. And I'm pleased to see that. It's got some excellent programs and excellent offerings. That's it for this week. I'd like to invite you to come back next time. We are taking Christmas off. There will be no program on uh, the following week. I want to say that's the 23rd. And we will be back on the 30th with a kind of an overlook of what's coming up in the next year looking at some equipment looking at some changes and we're gonna ask Phil to come back and do part two on the physical training it's interesting to me that uh, I'm sitting here in a recording studio and we're doing the exercises I could do this at my desk I could do this I pull into the supermarket I'm waiting yeah you can do these arm things pulling them towards yourself The point is, you don't have to go buy an expensive gym membership, get all changed, the entire routine. Naturally, that'll come down the road if you want to get serious about it, but you can do it yourself. It occurs to me that if we have a catastrophic event, uh, there's not going to be a gym for you to go to. That's going to be the least of your worries. So first, start now, because we never know when a problem's going to happen. And second, have these things you can take with you just consider it part of your bug-out bag uh, a good PT plan which is going to help build a good mental attitude download this you can write them down we're gonna see about getting something up on the website in the next couple of weeks we'll have some photos don't visualize me doing exercise you'll burn your retinas but uh, <laughs> okay that's it remember a uh, first-aid class January the 19th, I think there's one spot left. If you're interested, get certified. I think that's the best gift you can give your family this holiday season. Do it. Let us know you're interested. We'll schedule another class in February. We've got a CHL class coming up in January on the 12th. Again, get that Arizona certificate. You've got, what is it, 35? five states with reciprocity and boy that's handy when you're traveling oh my gosh and uh, let's see yeah that's it i'm bill bateman this program is copyright refused to be a victim personal protection training 2018 you can't rebroadcast it edit sell it without the express written permission of this company it may be downloaded or shared by guests to this website for non-commercial entertainment purposes, and I'm encouraging you to do this. Share it with your friends, post it on Facebook and Twitter, and we look forward to seeing you again. If I don't see you on the 30th, I'll see you at the range.